This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Intuit, the technology platform that brings financial confidence with products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. You might have learned the recorder in school, but probably not how to navigate the financial world. Luckily, Intuit's on a mission to help with the free Intuit for Education program. It provides students with the lessons to learn essential skills, like how to build credit, file taxes, and budget. Check out their free resources at intuit.com education. Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It's the end of the month roundup. Woohoo! I'm as shocked as anyone else because this this month, November, has absolutely flowed. Yeah, like, I can't believe it's in November. I've been buying. I went Christmas present shopping yesterday. Me too. I me took too. George to buy his Christmas present. It's amazing. You took George to buy his Christmas present. Uh, yeah, he wants a, he wanted a guitar for Christmas, so we had to go and f- choose the right one, choose right. the right the right size and stuff. So he had to come with me, but I've wow. got it here. So how he's big not is it? Does it look like a ukulele on you? No, no, it's three quarter <laughs> size, so it's a little bit small. Like an Ed like, one. My one, no one can see this apart from you, Dave. But my yep. guitar behind my head um, looks normal size on me, but it's actually a dreadnought, which is like size plus plus size essentially. It's, it's a um, monster. Yeah, so but if I hold it, it looks normal size. Whereas I've got Georgie's little one here, little three quarter size one. It does look a little bit like I don't know. <laughs> so you're going to play the the guitar together? Is that the the dream uh, here? I'm going to get him some proper lessons so he doesn't learn all my bad habits. Yeah. Basically. How was the last time you properly played? Do you normally just pull it down and I normally just hit like the strings, slapping the every, bass? Every, I don't slap the bass because it's not a bass guitar. You know, but, it's the only reference you know. I can think of. Um. Uh, I, I, pff, once a week or so, probably, and I'm still okay. not very good. So, and how many you know. years is that? Uh, <laughs> about twenty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to make it feel like you were. This you just popped, picked yeah. up. This is something he was doing prior meeting me in university over twenty yeah. years ago. Yep. Okay. Good. Yep. Better on the piano than the guitar, but pianos oh, are big. The, p- the pianos are big debate in they me, are big, my yeah. history as well. They're too large. <laughs> you can't just sneak a piano in into a house, do you? I mean, you no. got what is it? A keyboard? I suppose you can get one of those. And... Yeah, true. We could get one of those, but I don't really have the time to do all the stuff that I do now. So, let alone like trying to learn another instrument. Well, bring another instrument into the mix. I tried <laughs> to learn ukulele in the the lockdown. Oh yeah, uh, badly. It turns out I have no musical ability whatsoever. I so. remember. When our friend Robbie came, when I lived with him, and he came home with a ukulele um, mm. and got very obsessed with it. And he was like, oh, I'm forming a band. I'm going to play ukulele in a band. And we we're like, oh, yeah, that sounds that sounds fun. And now his band have played Glastonbury 
and oh. you know all over the place and i'm like oh <laughs> shouldn't have taken the piss out of the ukulele quite so much it's a lovely little <laughs> instrument um well good good on robbie uh shall we crack on with this what we're actually meant to be doing today and talking about and um talking about the end of month roundup so we talk about the sequels that we've seen this this month we do our correspondence and then we do the news lots of news and then we talk about the, all the movies sequels and otherwise and and tv and catch-up club which is mm. where we talk about the films that are going to come out in the next month so rich can you remember the sequels that we've talked about this month oh no uh we it's talked about the month. Marvels. The Marvels, mm-hmm. that was one. That's the latest. Trolls 3. And we yes. talked about Thor The Dark World. Congratulations, you've actually remembered them all. <laughs> In reverse order. <laughs> That's okay. There's no problem yeah. about that. Yeah, um, no, it's all right. How do you feel it's been as a month, as a sequel month? I Tough mean... Work or- Ooh, we've had better months, I'd say. Well, we considering we were waiting, for, yeah, considering we were waiting for June Part Two, yeah, I'd say this month has been somewhat disappointing. Yes, yeah, for sequels, but we got yeah. through it and we've had fun doing it. Hopefully, everyone's enjoyed listening to it. Uh, we have actually, a new listener has gotten in contact with us. He Ooh. he was listening to the Ant Man Quantumania review episode from the beginning of the year, okay. and uh, uh, apparently. Me and you still don't understand what the what the quantum mania quantum maniac has, quantum mania zone. I can't actually remember what it's actually quantum, quantum realm quantum, quantum realm. That's it. Yeah. Quantum, quantum realm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says I have started listening to your podcast and I got to quantum mania and I can't. This is from Noah, by the way. I should probably okay. say his name. Noah. Okay. I have started listening to your podcast and I got to the quantum mania episode. I can probably give you an idea of what it is. So. The quantum realm is basically a subatomic, smaller than atoms, I presume, where space and time work differently. It's so small that they get down. It is so small that get to get down there, you need to change the distance of atoms. Yeah, but that still okay. makes no sense to me. I get that, but how did all the people get there? That's the bit I don't get. Because it's and a quantum also, realm. It's if it's smaller realm. than atoms, how can you breathe? Because there's no because oxygen atoms would be bigger than your planet, like. None of it makes no sense to me, mate. <laughs> no. uh, thank you for getting in contact, Noah. But from whatever you tell me about the quantum realm and however you explain it, <laughs> it will still mystify me. I have no clue how it works and why and where. Yeah, uh, but I go along with it. You know, I you know I enjoyed it in Endgame or whatever. However, they connected it. How it turns into space travel or time travel. Yeah, and I sort of get that one. Oh, I don't, I don't get me. how they. I don't get how there are people living in it. That's that's sort of that's my okay. Bit. So Noah's got to come back and tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how, how there are people living in it? <laughs> okay, he's also got in contact and told us what he thought of the Marvels. So thank you for getting in contact to tell us about last week's show. He says Marvel has made after a long time a decent movie that I enjoyed. First cats, the falcon, the falcons, what are they called? Fal- Flurkins. Flurkins. That scene was fun, but the cat's animation was iffy. Let me explain. They didn't blend well with the environment, but it was fun. And I never look at the cats the same way again. Okay. Second, the logic of this movie was hard to understand in some parts. The bad guy, well, bad in a good way, but one thing: what what's power in her hammer? Makes a good point. Oh, that's a all good of point, the yeah. all the infinity stones, infinity stones are gone, but I don't know if it was a pothole in the writing. But overall, mm. good movie, and I enjoyed watching it. I hadn't thought um, about that. Yeah, it was a good. He point. does make. I don't think it's ever explained what drives the 
the big hammer. No. Because Rohan puts the Infinity Stone in the hammer and Guardians, but I'm sure it's powerful before that, but I don't remember it being glowing purple. I don't remember either, mate. On the cats thing, all I can say is the uh, the CGI on the cats in Marvels is a lot better than the CGI in the movie Cats. So <laughs> I think, you know, wins on that front. It weighs it all out. And like we said, we had such a, a low level of uh, expectation for some of the CGI yeah. in the Marvel films now. That- and I've seen a lot of hate for the Marvels, but actually I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. And it doesn't deserve to be the lowest grossing Marvel movie, MCU movie. No, I've seen some people absolutely trashing. I feel like I'm watching a different movie. Yeah. I, I, granted, I, I, I go back to it that some of the story doesn't flow very well, but it was fun. Put that on it. Put that on the poster, Marvel. <laughs> uh, Noah also got in contact and told us the last one, one last thing, 110% to do whatever it comes out, which I think is pretty soon, by the way, uh, a What If Season 2 review. Now, I think we'll probably do that on the end of month roundup, to be honest, if we... Uh, yeah. Get round to it because I should I probably believe... finish watching season one. Have you not? It's no, I, good. I started watching it with George and he got bored and I never, I didn't carry on. Oh, okay, yeah, no, there's some some big shit goes down at the end of that. I remember, I believe Disney Plus are dropping it all in one week, as in the. Oh right, okay. The previous season they did it week by week, but this it's one really they just can give you here's a ten episodes mm. or whatever and go at it at your own pace. So I'm I'm still not quite sure will I what I enjoy most the whole waiting or binging. I think I like waiting. Oh, really? I like having the choice. So I like them dropping it all at once and then being able to choose how long I wait between episodes rather than having to, you know, go back to the 90s and be forced to wait a week between episodes. You know, you rush everything out once and then you've got nothing else to watch. Oh, true. But some things I'm happy to watch all at once and some things I will decide myself to have a little gap also, between. Also, there's so much to watch now. I think true, true. Having said, I've got nothing to watch is... Uh, you just can't <laughs> say that anymore. It's, no. it's ridiculous. There's so much no. to watch. It's ridiculous. Wait until we talk about all the things I've watched this month. <laughs> oh. It's been a busy one for Rich. Uh, yeah. Shall we move on to movies? Uh, news? This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by Tinder. You matched, chatted, vibe checked. Now it's time to meet IRL. So what's stopping you? Tinder is making dating safer and easier with their excellent safety features. Like Share My Date, the best way to let your friends know your plans. While Moonlight allows you to discreetly call emergency services. And Are You Sure will prompt people to think twice before sending a potentially harmful message. Explore all of the possibilities for yourself. It starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Sequel news. Now, I normally give you an option, don't you, of one to whatever. Yeah, you do. That's not going to happen today. I'm just going to I'm going to blitz through it. Go for it. And I've got them all on a on my tabs, so they're in no particular order. 
So excuse me for that. How many but... are there? Are there? Possibly seventeen. Whoa! That is this is officially our biggest news ever, <laughs> biggest sequel news month ever. Well, the good news is that the, the actor strike has ended. Um, the the SAG people union got pretty much what they want, I think, uh, which is mainly not to be taken over by AI. So mm. the studios now, if they want to use your voice or your picture for feature projects they have to continuously pay for it which is more than acceptable yes <laughs> for a, yeah. a working actor they can't just steal it once and go that's enough and you never work again kind of thing so and there are other rather obviously other points that actors wanted but that i think that's the main one uh the future of because ai is a bit scary so mm. that's good so that happens pretty much last week and then since then it was like setting off a bomb and everyone has got back to work. So Deadpool's going back to work. I saw uh, Tom Hardy back on the Venom 3 set, uh, which I know nice. you're excited about because you... I'd quite like Venom. My son loves Venom, so <laughs> I watched Venom. I watched both of them a lot. Um, yes, for the last three years for Halloween, he's dressed as Venom. Yeah, he's a big fan. So he, I've watched these movies a lot. I really like the first one. The second one's okay. I'm hoping this third one's going to be like the one where they take it up. Yeah, so that's got back to work. Deadpool's got back to work. Mission Impossible is going back to work. Big news on Mission Impossible is that it's no longer going to be called Dead Reckon in Part 2. They feel, I feel like the Part 1 hampered the box office numbers. Right. that makes sense. (laughs) So they're going to call it... Dead Reckoning the Reckoning? (laughs) I don't think it's going to be called Dead Reckoning. So weirdly, Dead Reckoning Part 1 is just going to be called Dead Reckoning Part 1. So I reckon that they've eventually they will drop the Part 1 and it's just going to be called... Dead reckoning. Dead reckoning, yeah. And then okay. the next Mission Impossible is going to be called Mission Impossible colon Endgame. Something else. <laughs> AI, something or other. Something else, but the Steve. reason they... Steve. Imagine if they just... Yeah, Steve. They did that because of the... He didn't hit the heights that they thought it was going to hit. And um, what do you think about that? Do you think a name hampers... You got to see it if it's a, a franchise you've I don't enjoyed. Know. For so many we years. talked about this with Live Die Repeat slash whatever it was called Edge of um, Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow about with how much difference the name makes. And I think for a Mission Impossible movie, I don't think it does because it's it's Mission Impossible is the thing people go, oh yeah, I know what that is. You know, yeah. I'm not. I don't know. I think I think it would have been worse if they didn't call it Part One, like like Spider-Verse when everyone went what mm. <laughs> you know yeah. or June where the, where everyone's like what do you mean there's a part two well they <laughs> kept that they kept that very secret until you actually sat down in the film and it came up in the credits it was like June yeah. part one I was like yeah. oh fuck I didn't and, even know and was... I think we applauded Mission Impossible for actually telling people it was a part one you know so that you don't get that frustration at the end so are they I'm not going back that, and you know that you're saving yourself so when it's part two comes out you just do them back to back because you know cinemas will be like we'll play them back to back i wouldn't but you know i guess no, some people do maybe no, that's true so we look forward to what they ever whenever that gets announcing but i don't know if they've the, the big news about what set pieces he's gonna have to do tom cruise is gonna do in this one because again 
it's going to have to be bigger than throwing himself off a cliff. So yeah, yeah, I'm imagining some underwatery stuff. It's going to have to be underwatery stuff because of the submarine. Mm. And also, China loves underwatery stuff. That's true. So they can sell lots. If you want to hear our review of uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, go back. Yeah, uh, listen to it, it listen. A, a few months ago. Also, news, 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 news. Frozen 4 is in the works. Yes, I says Frozen 4. No, we have not missed Frozen 3. <laughs> Frozen... <laughs> They're not skipping was, Frozen 3. I was confused for a second. <laughs> Bob Iger has just come out and said the other day, and said, yeah, we're working on, on Frozen 4. Uh, that's because Frozen's going to make money. I really this. hope they call it Fro- Frozen Thor, as in <sighs> T-H-A-W. That would be great. Uh, uh. <laughs> Disney, you can have that for free if you want. Uh, no, you can't have it for free. We want invites to screenings. Oh, yeah, screenings. Yeah, please, Disney. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure when Frozen 3 is meant to be out. Frozen 3 is in the works, and there might be a Frozen 4 in the works too. Disney CEO said on Thursday morning, but I don't have much to say about those films right now. No, of course okay. not, because it's like... It took 10 years between one and two, right? And when yeah, was... It's going to be a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the kids are going to be kids, like adults with kids by the time four comes out. So, but, you know, it's a moneymaker and, you know, what's his little snowman man turns up everywhere. And I think it's, it's, it's Disney's big old property at the moment. Mm. So that's happening. Uh, lots of news on the Fantastic Four movie in the MCU after the Marvels. They haven't really announced any of the casting. That was meant to have happened. They reckoned as soon as the, the band, the strike was over, we're going to get news. But the right. the biggest news is they reckon, this is not confirmed and this is only internet chatter, but Pedro Pascal is in talks to play Reed Richards. Interesting. Add him to another uh, franchise. How do you feel? That, do you think, do you know much about the Fantastic Four? Like... I mean, not loads. I've seen the two mediocre movies so far. I thought we were getting the guy from The Office as Reed Richards. Well, he was the guy in Doctor Strange, wasn't he? Yeah. But, uh, that's another universe, so they're thinking right, about... Okay. And maybe he just doesn't want to do it. Fair enough, yeah. You know, you're, you're committed to... Must be a to... bit of a pain being a really stretchy dude. I've, yeah, I'm not quite sure if Reed Richards is meant to be a nice guy or like a, a funny guy... Or if he's charismatic. Um, no, I think he's. I think he's quite. Um, yes, the bog standard science guy. I he's think. up there with Bruce Banner and I uh, and Tony Stark. Yeah, as an that kind of. He? He's yeah, like the, yeah. The smartest man in the world. Yeah, and then I think the charisma comes from Johnny Storm, who's who's what's he called? I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> Chris Evans, the fire guy, basically yeah, human torch. <laughs> the human torch. That's the, the one. fire guy. And then you get a bit more from like the thing. He's like the. Yeah, the the comic relief kind of. Yeah, yeah uh, they reckon Vanessa Kirby's going to play the Invisible Woman. All oh, right, okay, yeah. Uh, Sue Storm. Storm. Yep, got a name. They reckon uh, his name is going to play Ben from the Bear, the cousin. Richie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I can't remember what his name is. No, he's great though. They reckon he he's going to be. And I don't know who's going to be the Human Torch, but you know. Well, we'll wait and see. It's got to come out soon, what they're going to do with this, because they've been teasing it for a while. And the director's really there, and I'm pre- pretty sure they've written the script. So anyway. Anyway, big other news in the Marvel world is that coming due to the end of Loki Season 2 and the Marvels, they are may not be 
this film called The Kang Dynasty, the next Avengers film. Oh, right, okay. Uh, director Destin Daniel Cretton, who who directed uh, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, was supposedly directing it. But now mm. he's left and they've let the writers go off it. Uh, he, right. he, I, th- I think, I think he's still directing the sequel to Shang Chi. Whenever is this because that... of the Jonathan Majors stuff? Yes, I think it is. No, obviously Marvel haven't come out and confirmed yes or no that. I think they're still waiting of seeing how the uh, the court case goes. But we can't, we can't, we're going to Loki a bit more more in our TV roundup, and we'll try not to spoil it. But. I'm not convinced they're convinced that now this is the big baddie in the future. Mm. So uh, there is rumours that they're going to get Doom going or... Um, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Uh, there was rumours the other day that Mad Mick... They, they've had words with Mad Mickelson to play a bad be, guy. Oh, he'd be a really good Doctor yeah, he'd, Doom. He plays so many bad guys now. Yeah, true. He's like but your he token be. guy you go to <laughs> if you need a bad guy. <laughs> Fair, fair enough. And this was meant to come out in 2020, uh, announced in 2025 originally, and it's been put back to 2026. So um, we'll see what happens. And that means it pushes Avengers Secret Wars back another year. Uh, they're all meant to be back to back. So I, I, there's been a lot going on in the Marvel Universe recently, uh, and it's not all good, as in none no. of it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all good. <laughs> It's not good. That's all. This yeah. is, it's not that it's not all good. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> so maybe they're pausing or they're reshuffling the deck a bit. Uh, I know with the actor strike, and that means we might only get one <coughs> uh, possible Marvel film next year, which might be a good thing. It might be two films, actually, but it might be a good thing. So we'll wait okay. and see what happens there. Uh, Deadpool, I've mentioned. So that, that's good that Deadpool's coming back. Yay! Uh, there has been a bomb of trailers drop rich and i know you haven't watched any trailers probably nope only ones where i've been to the movies and they okay up. these ones haven't uh there was a trailer for spider-man universe film that we're gonna have to watch because it's part of that bloody canon universe with morbius uh madam web trailer with dakota fanning oh okay now do you know anything about this character because i don't yeah she's yeah she's, i know from the comics a bit like not my favorite the excitement in your voice sells it to me straight away. I, I've always been really confused. Like, she's sort of an interdimensional, multiverse type of person, as far as I remember. And that stuff always confused me quite significantly. I always imagine her, what I remember from the cartoons is her in like this big cloud in another realm that t- Spider-Man keeps getting sucked. And she's like sitting yeah. on a big throne. She's quite old. And well, the, the, the trailer of that doesn't look anything like this. It's Dakota Cannon in her late, her late 30s and there's a bit of time traveling jumping around and she's meeting possible other spider women and there's a, a bad spider man jumping around i mean i think judging on the other movies we've seen from this universe i'm not yeah, holding that, out much hope yeah. i'm yeah. not gonna lie i mean <laughs> like... next year i think we might have three from this year from this universe we're definitely Whoa. getting craven we're definitely getting yeah. madam web and there was another one was it I can't remember what the other one was. It might be Venom. It's Venom in this universe. Yes. Yeah, okay. So Venom's okay. Venom's okay. So that's Just okay. <laughs> hey, I like Tom Hardy. He knows what movie he's in, so I'll give yeah, him that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Inside Out 2 trailer also drops. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Excited? I've heard of this. 
Or is Inside Out so perfect as a singular film, we don't need a sequel? No, I can see where they would go with a sequel. Because as you grow, yeah, teenagers, very mixed emotions. I'm not sure what emotions they're going to add in, but I imagine there'll be a new, some new ones. Well, in the trailer, um, they add in, basically, the, the control tower of the mind gets revamped. And uh, anxiety, anxiety, they, uh, yes. You, you, anxiety. Uh, they add, okay. uh, so they add some teenager tropes of Fair. your okay. feelings. And I just wondered what you thought, what would, would you add your feelings at that age? So I think oh, unless I mean, she's 15. Um, as a te- it's, it's a teenage girl rather than a teenage boy, but me oh, as yeah, a teenage different. boy, you'd definitely add horniness, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 That's the biggest shift, I would say. <laughs> Horniness, anxiety's probably up there. That's yeah. not, that's that's fair off. Um, like, embarrassment is that one? Embarrassment. Or? I think the embarrassment's already in there, isn't it? Or is, is it not? But Shame. anyway, yeah, uh, embarrassment. So the, your embarrassment factor is high, right? When you're a teenager, yeah, you're just trying to survive. basically embarrassed by everything, mainly um, parents. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Just, just my whole life, essentially, as far as I can remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think horniness is definitely. I like. Can't wait to see that one. Can't wait to see. Not that sure one. that's happening in a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another trailer, another Apes film, Kingdom of yeah. the, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Have we not had a? Is there a kingdom in the original? No. Once? There's a conquest. No. There's a battle. Con- there's an escape. Okay, there's yeah. beneath. Gotcha. Uh, if you want to go just back to them, listen to me and Rich watched all five of these films for another slice and mm. our box set and mentality. So we are pretty good with the folklore We're pretty the good on of apes movies. Yeah, except I can't remember their names, obviously. Like. No. Uh, <laughs> and this one is set after War, the original trilogy, which is just gone the Matt Reeves, uh, Andy Serkis trilogy. And this one looks yeah. a, a little bit after that. But for okay. someone who's like me and you who just watched the Conquest and Battle and stuff, yeah. I was like, oh, I can see nods to those films in here. So it's set more in the future. The the apes are talking. It looks is like Matt, is it Matt Reeves again or nope? It's a, a director called Wes Ball who directed okay. the Maze Runner trilogy. Does I've that not seen that. No, I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. He's taken over. Uh, there's different tribes of apes. I think men, uh, humans are very much on the run, as in like in the original Planet of the Apes. Okay. Uh, there's talkie talkie apes are on horses. Uh, there's you know the gorillas are talking differently and they're angry so i personally i i'm really looking forward to this you um, know i love an apes movie so that's that's yeah i'm, I'm excited for us to talk about that we're down we're down that other trailer ghostbusters new film oh yeah with name i've heard uh i've heard james acaster's in it james Caster, and you can see him in the trailer twice doesn't Ooh, say okay. anything interesting but the ghostbusters are back in new york and it is called Ghostbusters colon Frozen Empire. Mm. I love that. Are we getting like that finally getting that Ghostbusters Frozen crossover we've all been dying for? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It's it's the trailer is on a hot summer's day in July, and then suddenly basically New York freezes over. And in the trailer you get glimpses of uh, Ernie Hudson, you do get to see Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd does a little bit of dialogue explaining in there. And then you okay. also get the people that are in the original Afterlife film, so the kids and Paul Rudd. And then you see James A. Caster in the back a few times. Uh, Patton Oswalt is, does a bit of explaining. Uh, it, I'm not some of the CGI looks a bit ropey, but this is a okay. trailer. So hopefully they improve, improve. I don't know if I like the name Frozen Empire. 
Sounds like mm. an ice cream kind of thing. Could be the Empire State Building, though, couldn't it? That's yeah. uh, well, yeah. And then that mm. you, you do kind of see a, a ghost at some point, a couple of points. So, okay. but that was meant to be out at the end of this year. I believe it's not anymore. Um, hang on, let me see if it tells me when it, it should. Would have be. been a good Christmas release, wouldn't it? Fr- freezing and all that sort of stuff. It is now hitting in 2024 and April. Yeah, not okay. It's not too long to wait. You know, less than no. six months away now. Uh, both me and Rich again. Go go back and listen to our episode on Ghost on Ghostbusters Afterlife with Sean yeah, Walsh. With Sean Walsh. <laughs> uh, and Sean Walsh was on Sunday brunch this morning. I sat there with my son. I was like, "Oh, I know him. I know him." Uh, <laughs> I, we're going to try and get Sean back on to review this. We had a little quick chat about the trailer the other day. He, he, he got excited about it, and I said, "Are oh, we going to have to talk about the movie when it comes out?" And he said, "Yes." So uh, I've taken I've taken his word for it now. So if he doesn't come on, <laughs> I'm going to sue him. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We love. We fucking love Sean Walsh. <laughs> Cannot tell you what he's done for us. Sean Walsh is a legend in our eyes. Agreed. Okay. Uh, more sequel chat uh, news. Do you remember a film in 2014? It was a, a horror film. You might not. It's called It. The It Follows. I've heard of it. Yes. Very scary film. I've watched it once and it proper gave me the goosebumps and I've never really like want to watch a, it again. A curse, right? A curse. So it's when you have, you can only pass it on when you have sex with someone. So, uh, and then the, these slow, slow, this cursy demon thing, it always follows you basically, but it comes at you very slowly, but it never stops until you pass the curse on. Okay. Uh, but it's really well done, and some of it's really fucking scary. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's a sequel to that coming. Same director. They're going to call it They Follow. Bit worried about it because again, original so good. That implies more curses, right? More curses, and also it's going to be over ten years later. Mm. It was uh, made for around one million and made twenty one in the world box office, so pretty good. And it's for years they've always been saying, "Where's the sequel? It follows. Where the sequel? Well, it's it's finally happening." So. Same cast of re- returning, I believe. It's I'm, you know, I'm excited for it. I know you haven't seen it, but I think you'll really enjoy it. I I think this is okay. maybe your type of horror. It's smart. It's clever. It's different. That is my kind of horror movie. I guess it's more. I would say, uh, independenty slash, you know, that kind of cinema than Saw and Exorcist and whatever. It's it's okay. It's the best way of it. It's a well, I'm going to watch it because it's getting a sequel, so, you know. We'll get to it. Okay, what have we got next? Ah, also another trailer uh, for... This is quite exciting for me and you. Hopefully we, we can get to talk about it. Your Christmas or Mine too. Okay. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I quite enjoyed right? that movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your Christmas or Mine came out last Christmas, and it has uh, Daniel Mays in it, Asa Butterfield from... Asa Butterfield, Asa. yeah. Uh, and it's when he and his girlfriend go to the opposite families for Christmas accidentally. And it's absolutely delightful, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It's a nice Christmas movie. It, it's Yeah, it's a go-to, probably one every year now. Anyway, they've done a sequel. Kind of the same thing happens again, but this time on holiday somewhere, or they end up in the wrong location. Okay. It looks fun. I think it comes out on the 8th of December. So I think we can just squeeze this one in. Well, it's a sequel. We should really, shouldn't we? Before uh, we break, we shut down for Christmas and I go off to other countries. <laughs> um, also, we're nearly done. Uh, Dune okay. 2 has been moved forward from March the 15th to March the 1st. I mean, 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know why or what's the point in that extra two Couple weeks. Couple of weeks things. earlier, you know. Hey. It, obviously, it was meant to come out this month in November. We're all meant to be raving about it now. Uh, and then they pushed it back because of the actor strike and the actor strike then ended and then they've moved it forward slightly, but not massively. If they really wanted to help us out, they should have moved it to January mm. from a personal... They wouldn't move it to January, though, because people don't go to the movies in January. But that's the perfect place to put it because no one, there's nothing else competition. True, what, true. What are we going to get? Final Destination 99 or whatever. <laughs> Ends up watching and watching. Uh, last bit of news. It's not major news because I thought we knew it was coming. But Jason Momoa was on Jimmy Fallon the other day and he's pretty much announced that Aquaman 2, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, wherever we're going to call it now, uh, is, is... Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We tarnishing it with that mantle, are we? It's, I don't know. It is his last outing. I think oh, okay. as in Aquaman the and the end of the DCEU what was the Schneider and all that this is it now but then he does caveat percent unless it's really popular <laughs> if it makes <laughs> if it makes another billion and a bit at the box office can't see it from the you, trailers I've seen you never know it looks but, more like Aquaman and the Kingdom of the Rubber Duck as far as I can see like they're yeah. really laying it on with a whole brother buddy cop thing for me and I hated the first film. Well, we'll get around with that when we actually watch the the sequel, how much I detest that film. Um, <laughs> but it's official at the end. We all know it's coming. Will the big question that is, will that dampen or will hinder the box office returns of of this sequel? I'm giving up guessing because <laughs> I thought it would with The Flash, but it didn't so much. The Flash did all right, didn't it? Mm. Um and I thought the Marvels would do all right, but it's Didn't. bombed. Like I'm, I'm past guessing. And we thought like, Indiana Jones and Dead and Mission Impossible would make huge amounts of money. Mm, and no, they didn't. No. So yeah, I, d- I don't know. But Super Mario Brothers did. So <laughs> yeah, true. Who? <laughs> so who knows, mate? Uh, my son was quite keen for it. So, and uh, and he was joking with me the other day about his poor taste in movies. Really? Your son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless him. He was being like, oh, well, I must have really bad taste in movies because I like I like number Star Wars 2 and you and Mummy say it's the worst ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's not the worst ever because 9 is the worst. <laughs> does he listen to this podcast? And know that- he, he doesn't, no. <laughs> no. We're like, this boy has horrible taste in movies. <laughs> no, I know, we joke about it all the time. Yeah. Has, if George likes a movie, it's probably bad. Do you know, a lot of people say I've got a bad taste in movies as well, mainly my family. Even when really? I recommend films. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, oh, we can't. Anything you... Yeah, could- you've got a bit of a reputation with my wife as well. Because you recommended The Room once. That is a good movie. It's a good movie, I know, but I think it just scarred her for life. It's not a movie you'll go back to over and over again. Also, with my parents, I don't think they like... Hi, Mum and Dad, I know you listen. Uh, Arty-tarty films sometimes, like the the award-winning. And when I'm like, oh, this is really good, you should watch this film. And they're like, oh, we watched it, it was all right. I don't think it means you've got bad taste. Maybe you've got elevated taste, though. You hear that, Mum? You hear that, Dad? Elevated taste. (laughs) Yes, yes. Anyway, we should move on. But thank you. Thank you for everyone that got in contact as well. I've been rushing, but thank you for that. Yeah, that was movie news. Hopefully December's not as chaotic as November. 
Mm. And I'm I'm pretty sure I've missed things out of that movie news as well. There's probably other things are geared up and cast in, and it's all yeah. kicking off somewhere on the internet that I haven't worried about. But because um, it's been holding back for so long, it's just like sort of burst out like an alien from someone's chest. Yeah, I knew the actor strike was about to end because a few days before it, they announced Jason Momoa was hosting SNL, and I was like, "There's no, there's no way they'd get Jason Momoa just to stand there and not promote Aquaman." Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was a bit weird, and then it got announced, and yay, it's all okay. Anyway, shall we move on to uh, sequels that we've seen? So that's this me is your it. one. Yeah, okay. Sequels that we've seen, sequels that we've seen, na 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 sequels that we've seen. This is the part of the show when me and Rich discuss the sequels that we haven't covered on this show that we've watched in our actual free time. Yeah. And normally it turns out it is barely any. Yeah. But Rich. I've watched a few because yes. I had to because they're on my Christmas movie poster. <laughs> so do you, do you want to quickly remind people what the movie poster is? Because I feel yeah, this is gonna so if- this is gonna come into play a lot in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, in the next four weeks, I should say, as well. Yeah. Uh, for those who who maybe are new to listening or haven't listened to the episodes for a while, I was bought a Christmas post, a poster with the 100 Christmas movies on it. You scratch them off when you've watched them. It's because I had a uh, 100, a bucket list of the 100 movies you have to watch before you die, and I completed that one. So now I've got this Christmas movie one, which meant I started watching Christmas movies on the 21st of October. Luckily, they're not all very Christmassy. So there are a few in there that aren't. I'm I'm watching the slightly less Christmassy ones, essentially. (laughs) The ones that have a mention of Christmas or the characters get together and have a Christmas dinner. or They're not exactly Christmas movies. Right. But I've realised that... Yeah, I've tried to put them all on my letterbox. I've realised I've missed a couple because, uh, you know, they've got, so I have to go back. I haven't missed any on the scratching off my poster, but I've missed okay. putting them on Letterboxd. So I'll have to go back on there. So you can come and follow me on Letterboxd. I'm RW unequal sequel. Um, and right. you can see which ones I've been watching. But in terms of sequels, uh, Batman Returns, apparently a Christmas movie. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's it happens. Some of it happens at Christmas time. I guess. Well, I love it happens at Christmas. Actually, yeah. I think it's yeah. This is the difference between a movie that's set at Christmas and a Christmas movie. I think there is a distinction oh, mate, between those two opening, things. But you are this, opening a can of worms. That this poster does not distinguish. <laughs> so that's a that's a sequel. Yeah. I watched Trolls Holiday and Shrek the Halls. I'm guessing they sort of count as sequels. We covered them last week on the Trolls review. So, Also, I should say, last week in the Trolls review, you told off DreamWorks for not having Trolls in the thing. And me and George watched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and Princess Poppy is in the the DreamWorks-y bit at the start. I have no recollection of that. And I also watched uh, (laughs) Puss in Boots. Wow, okay. I'm sorry. George was very excited. He going, oh, <laughs> puss in boots. And, uh, and then he's like, oh, Princess Poppy. But so, yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Does that count as a sequel? Yeah, best Christmas sequel in the world. Then. That um, and Home Alone 2. And um, what is it? Like, puss in Boots, The Last Wish, I've just mentioned. Not a Christmas movie, but I have watched it. Um, oh, so did I. Wife's first time. And she was really surprised as much as we were. It's really good. George has watched it like four times in the last like four weeks. Makes you think about your life and death, guys. It's really, 
It's a bold move for a kids' animated movie. And I've also watched Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Well, I got that's the one with the Yule Ball. He's on my poster. One of the movies. One of the movies is the Harry Potter series. I'm like, I'm not watching all of them. <laughs> I'm going to watch one, which has got the most Christmassy stuff in it. Okay. Okay. So I did that. <laughs> well, I watched all the Harry Potters. I know. Over, over three days. Uh, my yeah. wife has been bugging me for a while to do a Harry Potter marathon. And I've been, I've been busy for a couple of weekends. Actually, one weekend I went and got quite drunk and stuff like that. <laughs> so I, I, show, I owed it to her. And we watched mm. one on Friday night, four on Saturday, and then three on Sunday. It was like yeah. full out Harry Potter. I messaged Dave and said, I am cooking a big roast dinner. Do you guys want to come over for roast dinner? And Dave's like, no, I can't. We're doing a Harry Potter marathon. I was like, Unless, yes, you bring it to me. And fair I'm, enough. It's not on schedule. We finished at five minutes to five, I think. And then we watched the Grand Prix. And then I nice. think we were like, I think we should not watch TV for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, yeah, a lot, lot of them do have Christmas in them. Some, I think in all the yeah. films, he does celebrate Christmas. There's, there's Christmas, I think, in most of them. For me, I don't know if you get the feeling, and I don't, I don't know if I've never done a marathon of the Harry Potter ones, but sometimes I do a marathon of movies. When it ends, I'm like, oh. Life is really dull compared to movies. Yeah. Like, come on, why isn't there magic? Why isn't there actual real magic, damn it? <laughs> I would love to be a, a, have a little bit of magic. It would be wonderful. Mm. And I really enjoyed watching them back to back, actually. I, I really like doing movie marathons. It's not something my wife's massively into it. We did a lot during the pandemic, obviously, like most people. But like, I, it was a struggle to get through the first two. I still really struggle with those films. Very much enjoyed Ask a Man. I still think I love... I love Goblet of Fire. I think it is a brilliant film. Uh, lots of people can come at me with me. I'm not a big fan of Half-Blood Prince or The Order of the Phoenix. And then I, I like Deathly Hallows Part 1 just as much as I like Deathly Hallows Part 2. If anything, I like Part 1 more than Part 2 because it's like on, on the road chase movie. It's, you know, they're mm. not at Hogwarts and it's a bit different. And I've, certainly they've all learned how to act by those last few films. Uh, Emma yeah. Watson over pronunciates on in those first two films is bless her it's brilliant that's a yeah. wonderful hammering <laughs> stuff like that but it was a great it was a great it was long and tedious and i for a few days afterwards all i thought about was harry potter films and i was like oh should we do the uh the the the, the fantastic beasts one? oh god no and she, yeah no we, no we weren't brave enough to go that don't need to go to the theater and watch the cursed child or something that we, i did look into tickets I've seen it before, so okay. I I saw it in the first couple of weeks. So was, long story short, I my wife is a massive Harry Potter fan, mm. and I bought her tickets to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child before she knew what her Harry Potter and Cursed Child were, and I gave them for Christmas or birthday, and I thought she'd be so excited about it, like oh my god, I can't she didn't know it. what it was. <laughs> she had no idea what it was, and then maybe probably a year later, that's how long I had the tickets for. She she was watching her program, and they were talking about this new stage productions and she's like is that what we got tickets from i was like yes and it finally paid off <laughs> she was so excited and uh, yeah she couldn't believe it and we had a lovely two days in london because we had to do them on a friday night and a saturday night and it was it was great and it was in early dress rehearsal kind of period in the first two weeks when they, and they like ironing everything out and one of the death eaters doesn't get 
he was meant to go back up and he just stayed there for a while <laughs> while other things happened. It was, it was hilarious. But some of the things they do in that on on stage is amazing. Like the magic. And it's incredible. such a shame because, yeah, my wife's the same. She really loves, loves Harry Potter. George really loves Harry Potter. And it's just such a shame that J.K. Rowling is such a transphobic arse face. She really is. Isn't it really? Like, yeah. you know, if she wasn't peddling the whole like transphobia stuff on social media i could fully get behind harry potter i completely but... ignore her and support that the other causes in other ways like give them yeah. a voice and and donate and whatever and just i was gonna say yeah like like when we did fantastic beasts and we said we'd give the same amount of money to like trans rights charities yeah spent on the ticket kind of thing so she doesn't win but, she doesn't you know. win. <laughs> and plus, that Fantastic Beast now has pretty much been cancelled. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was shit, wasn't it? Come on, it was shit. That's... Anyway, that is uh, that is sequels that we've seen. Shall we move on to? It is. God, I'm fl- I'm absolutely flying at this. Shall we move Movie Club now? Movie Club. He remembered. He remembered. Uh, I've I've watched two films. Oh well, I've watched about thirty-two. You so. go first, and then we'll talk about my one other film, and then we'll talk about the one film we've both watched. Okay. okay. So most of mine are Christmas movies. Be prepared. Uh, I watched a movie called Love Hard, sort of a play on Die Hard. It's not amazing. Good. Um, it's not yeah. a recommendation that one. No, it's it's a very much a Netflix Christmas movie kind of thing. It's okay. I gave it two and a half stars. It's okay. In contrast, watch Arthur Christmas, which is always amazing. Always great. Christmas Day I've special. I've a load of like short Rankin and Bass Christmas movies, all the like stop motion oh, okay. Rankin and Bass stuff, which is all like, um, you know, in the start of Elf, where he's going off on his adventure and there's all the stop motion he bits. It was like, yeah, bye, yeah. buddy. Hope you find your dad. Yeah. yeah. That's Rankin and Bass, basically. Okay. And there's loads of like Christmas movie stuff on there. I watched all those, like um, Little Drummer Boy, Year Without Santa Claus, Santa Claus Coming to Town, Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer, all that stuff. I've watched Noel on Disney that I hadn't seen before. That yeah, was new Kendrick for me. Film. Yeah, I think like it's it. all right. It's fine. I, lo- I love her, Kendrick. <laughs> I watch her in anything. I think she's yeah. delightful to be on screen. It's with. fine. Um, then I got into some slightly less Christmassy and yet still Christmas movies, apparently. Okay. So Sleepless in Seattle on my poster. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that was yeah. a Christmas film. I haven't watched it in years, not, though. Not really a Christmas film, but apparently it is. Okay. Um, Lethal Weapon, obviously set at Christmas. I kind of get that one. I mean, they have a fight around a Christmas tree at the end. So they do. Well, not. In, I mean, in the beginning, um, the, the the yeah, they they do their where. Um, the oh yeah, the actual Gibson Christmas. Is, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I was talking the about the one on one fight at the end when he smashes through the the car and yeah, uh, smashes through the car window and um, there's a Christmas. Yeah, you know. so there's lots of Christmassy stuff in that. I, yeah. I get that one. Um, I watched uh, Lady and the Tramp. Again, not 100% sure that's how Christmassy that is. I think the dogs are you, present You get the Christmas. dog at Christmas, basically. That's yeah. that's the whole Christmassy bit. You've got mail, again. Again, I okay. Not particularly Christmassy, but there is a Christmas bit in it. It's in Seattle, part two, wherever it was. Uh, yeah, like, I watched Catch Me If You Can. Again, they, there's a... F- so the link for Christmas in that is that... Uh, he calls Tom Hanks He Christmas. calls Tom Hanks every Christmas, basically. You, so don't, is... you haven't called me to gloat. You call me because you're lonely. That's a bad impression. <laughs> yeah, you got no one else Where's to call. call? <laughs> yeah. uh, I watched Little Women, 
um, that has a scene. So Greta Gerwig's Little Women. It has oh, a scene film. where someone, buy, like, they give away their Christmas dinner, and the rich person buys them a nice Christmas dinner. There, so there is a Christmassy bit in that. Okay. And I watched about a boy, where oh um, yeah, that there is a Christmas, Christmas dinner scene in that, and then it also ends at Christmas a year later as well. Oh wow, I like about a boy. And I watched Paddington. Couldn't find anything Christmassy in Paddington though. No, it is. But not. it's on my poster, so God knows. <laughs> I swear there's maybe is there a Christmas day in there or no? It's just no. Around, around Christmas, Christmas lights, is there? No. Well, not that I could see. I, I, could I see. will watch this and let you know if I see anything because I'm probably going to watch Paddington 1 and 2 in yeah. the next few weeks. I missed that. They're a, they're a Christmas film, aren't they? You know, that's just how you watch with the family. Yeah, I think Christmas. they're ones you watch at Christmas. But then I've also watched some not Christmas movies. Okay, here we go. That aren't on the poster. So I watched Haunted Mansion. Yes. With George on your recommendation. Uh, it was, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was George fine. Wasn't, it was go. fine. It was fine. Um, it, well, it was slightly better than fine, I would say. It was, it was all right. Yeah. Um, George wasn't that fast. He got a bit bored in the middle and then came back to it towards the end. He dark in any way? Not, not too dark? Um, no, he, was, he wasn't too worried about okay. it. Okay. I've also watched uh, Champions, again, on your recommendation. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really That's liked good, it. good, it? Surprised how good it was, to be honest. Um, I love yeah, films really, with heart. Really enjoyed that. I watched a film called My Spy. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's um, David Batista. Uh, yeah, Dave Batista. It was on telly. That. I literally sat down. It started on the telly, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do like I used to do in the nineties and just watch the telly. Wow. So yeah, I just watched it on the telly with a- with adverts. <laughs> there is a rumor that's getting a sequel. Well, okay. Well, it wasn't so, wasn't in vain then? No, it was. <laughs> It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> Dave Bautista's pretty good in it, but it was fine. Yeah, I like Dave Bautista. That was a, I believe that was a pandemic film for us on Amazon uh, Video Prime, what they call it now. Oh, was it? I don't know. Mm. I don't remember it. Um, and one I think you've watched, The Killer. The Killer, David the Fincher's David new film. David Fincher's new film on Netflix. Again, I thought it was all right. Like, it's better than fine, but not quite good. See, I would put it in the good camp. Okay. Because I was truly worried about The Killer because uh, I think David Fincher is an, an amazing filmmaker. Like, you look at some of his back... Seven is one of my top ten, I think. Uh, mm. Gone Girl's great. Curious Case of Benjamin Button's fine. Uh, Zodiac's an incredible film. Alien Free, not his favourite yeah. film, but, you know, compared to some other alien films, it's brilliant. And then his last film I did not enjoy was Mank, the Gary Oldman. Oh, I haven't seen that. I did not like it. And then the reviews came out for some of this. And I, I feel like maybe... And also, he made Mindhunter, the TV series from Netflix, which is... I really like that. One of the best TV series. Incredible. And how they're not a third season of that so far has made me angry daily. I was worried that he's going to... I'm going to say arty again. But I do, I do appreciate that he's a filmmaker. I'm trying to get my words out about him. It's, it's also plays to a, a, a cinema audience that doesn't make any sense no but, I, I, I do know what you mean though you know I, I sort of get what you mean his films are still enjoyable <laughs> apart from <laughs> Hank there's it feels like there's a, he, he's making them there's a studio behind him so I can't get my words out anyway I thought it was great okay. uh really good I was worried it's gonna be really arty tarty because you told me there's not much dialogue and it's most of it's like thoughts in his head in it it is yeah and it's it's less about him being a hitman and more about 
just plain old revenge, to be honest. Yeah, it, I, and that's kind of why I said it's it's all right, is because it, it's a very bland story, really. It's quite simple. It's no different to any other revenge story you've seen. Like you know, there are lots of other you know movies like it. We and... get told at the beginning that he's this great by himself to be honest that he's a great hitman and blah blah. He's got these rules he lives by, but we yeah. we haven't seen that past. And in my eyes, he's a bit of a bumbling idiot to be honest because he keeps he going is, get, isn't he? He keeps, he keeps going getting his it own wrong. Rules. Yeah, but Fassbender has a a charisma and a presence about him that uh, he can play that part when you just he looks at someone and doesn't say anything and you hundred percent know what he's he's saying and feeling kind of thing. No, I don't think every actor can pull mm. that off that's not an easy thing to do i mean to be honest i'd started to i'd started to drift off with it until tilda swinton turned up okay and then i was like oh okay i'm sort of back in again now like i, I had i'd got i'd got quite bored of it oh before I then I was bored. no i was it, like oh well, it never it never reached and... like seven heights or gone girl heights for me no not even yet. close no but, not even close or girl with the dragon tattoo which i actually kind of i really like his version really of one of those films that improved on a second watch for me girl with yeah. a dragon tattoo it's um he's an incredible i feel quite lucky for david fincher because me and you we've kind of grown up in his era and we've seen him yeah i mean alien three and seven what 1990 pre like so i've Oh, so I was 10. So okay. I've seen this filmmaker from then to now, and that's whole of my maybe being aware of what film is, cinema is. Do you know so, what's, what's a good film that he's made that surprised me? It was uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah. That, that doesn't feel like a Fincher movie to me, but it's it's very good. Well, that's him and Brad Pitt in it. They like each other. Um, yeah. I think that like he's a, a director that studios kind of trust that they're they're going to put out a good fit, a good quality film in the end of the day, yeah. Um, but so, so this had a similar release for like a week maybe in cinemas. I didn't get around to seeing it, and then it dropped oh, really? on on uh, Netflix. I, I watched it because off your I wouldn't say recommendation, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's not that I didn't recommend it. I was trying not to give it any. I knew you were going to watch it, so I didn't want yeah. to give anything away with it. And I knew you'd probably like bits of it. I wasn't sure you'd like all of it. No, I I, I sat there and I was content. I enjoyed okay. it. I thought okay. it was it. So if, like I said, everyone's really good in it. I think Fassbender's really good in it. You can tell that's uh, a director that has is capable and more than capable making a film like this and uh, feels in yeah. safe hands. David Fincher started off in music videos, didn't he? Yes. I, I always feel like his movies have got those slight music video vibes well you can tell a david fincher film by the credits at the beginning you can yeah that's true yeah and he did he did the same thing on this yes he did lots of like madonna's early work right uh, okay work and stuff like that through the years but i think i think fincher is good i always look forward to his next film i was like i said i was worried after mank because everyone talked to mank was brilliant and i was bored witless by it <laughs> absolutely bored witless by it and i thought gary Oldman was good in it but it's just not my film no but yeah, I would say go and watch it. It's on Netflix now, so go check it out. So is that all you've watched? That's it. That's all I've watched. I've got one more thing to talk about. It's the quickly. It's the. I'm surprised you haven't watched it actually. It's the. It's called Sly, and it's the Sly Stallone documentary. Oh uh, yeah, I saw it, and I was I wasn't really in a documentary mood. I don't think uh, when I saw it. I think it's for people who like really like Rocky. It's mm. is to watch, but it doesn't really go massively. It kind of goes through his careers, his ups and downs. There's a lot of 
Mike, same as the Schwarzenegger documentary, and most of these actors, I don't want to say daddy issues, like really harsh, horrible fathers. Right. Uh, and okay. Stallone's dad is a shit. <laughs> so, and it goes from his early career. It's some really good stuff on Rocky and his ups and downs, like doing the Rambos and stuff, and talks about. <laughs> There's a lot of chat about the Expendables. He really picked up the Expendables at one point. <laughs> so, well, this is, I wouldn't put that. Because that makes him money. That's why. I wouldn't put that in the same breath as like Rocky or Rambo. I would, there's no mention of Demolition Man, and that definitely should be above Expendables. But um, probably doesn't make him as much money though. He's a very watchable character on screen to talk. He's he never sits still. It's not like uh, talking to camera bits. He's always on the move. Mm. Uh, so he talks about his writing which is quite interesting and yeah just some of the mistakes he's made uh, along the way I, I i would recommend it i mean it, it doesn't it's nothing new but if you like the man the myth the legend of sylvester stallone then uh, uh check it out it's on netflix now cool but that's all let's move on to tv club tv watching this episode is brought to you by dove you use all the right skincare products for your face, but your body has been missing out. With new Dove Serum Body Wash, you can give your body the vitamin C glow it's been wanting, the hydration boost it's been craving, and the active skincare ingredients it deserves. It's time for your body care era. New Dove Serum Body Wash. Get Dove or get FOMO. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TV club. Okay, what have you got? I've got a little list. Should we save Loki for the end? Yeah, we save Loki to the end. Uh, probably not quite as much TV as as movies. It's been a lot of movies this this time. Um, mm. I have watched. I did watch the Braun documentary, the Braun Formula oh, One finished documentary. That already? Yeah, it was only four episodes. It's still, so... uh, it's only come out Friday, or did it? <laughs> did it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I did binge it a bit uh, because I really loved Jen- Jensen Button. He was like my favourite F1 yeah, driver he's, he's for great. a while, and so yeah, I was a big big fan. And uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed that documentary because that brought that story of Braun, like they came from nowhere, disappeared again. You know, it's, 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 it's such an amazing story made by Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Keanu Reeves, brilliant, f- full John Wick in it. Pretty much, like yes, I'm starting that later. I can't wait. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch. And 
I can't think of much else other than low key. Obviously, welcome to Wrexham that we've talked about. Have you finished that now? That's all done now. That's finished now, yeah. And obviously, I've been watching Wheeler Dealers. I always do. Obviously, yeah. And there's also uh, Richard Hammond's workshop, which is all about him setting up his yeah on Discovery Plus, setting up his. um, a, a little like business restoring cars and stuff. That's quite a fun watch. Okay. Uh, if you're into mo- into your, into your motors, but yeah, Discovery Plus. I get it free now. BT. BT, so, yeah. You know. yeah. Or TNT, whatever it is. is... Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah. God knows, it's all changed. Cool. <laughs> uh, I've got one. I'm going to quickly get you excited. Uh, I've started Succession. I'm four episodes into Succession. Nice. So that's well exciting. done, you. So uh, I can just tell you the first four episodes are great of season one. And it seems yes. like everybody was right and saying it's really good. Like the writing's really good and everyone's really good in it. And I can see why everyone's getting excited. So hopefully I've watched a few more episodes of that. And it gets month. better as well. I think it's one of those series that get better and better and better and better. It like... really, It's really good at defining character personalities very quickly of a lot of characters. And that yeah. is quite a job if you are not walking around telling people fuck off at some point then you've not been watching it enough yeah uh, so that, that started that i just want to get you excited about that also welcome to rex i just finished something uh, on netflix called Excla- escaping twin flames which is uh, right. this incredible documentary like about a dating cult in america i don't oh. want to give anything away it's about finding your twin flame your soulmate and there's a, a really weird couple and somehow they've attracted thousands of people to give them money and it's in, it's an incredible watching documentary and it makes it me is. angry watching it uh i was like how okay. people following these fucking idiots anyway he, he at one point this guy pretty much compares himself to jesus christ uh and oh point, so it's jared leto then oh uh, <laughs> you know what my wife said earlier jared leto came up on screen she went he's the kind of guy who would be in a cult <laughs> i was like he is yeah 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 Weird. i always think that I always think that. Uh, the other thing I've really watched this month <coughs> from guest of the show, Lewis, Lewis Arnold, mm. uh, his latest TV series, director from the guy who did Time on BBC One, the first series, not the second at the moment, Des uh, Sherwood, great director. He did a thing called The Long Shadow, which was seven episodes. It was about the Yorkshire Ripper, but it was less about the murders and more okay. about how it affected the area and the people involved uh, in the manhunt and how long that it went sounds pretty for. good. I might have to give that a watch. Uh, well, Lewis is just a fucking great director, isn't he? I mean, he is. Yeah. Like, you know, if you've not listened to the Lewis Arnold episode uh, back in season one, then go and listen to that. We are biased because he was at uni with us. And yeah. for a while, for a while after uni, when, you know, all this, you know, he was, he was getting bigger and we were like, hang on a second. The, the kid who helped us out on our third year project is directing Broadchurch. Like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 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 he's won a BAFTA, for God's sake. It's fucking like, great. <laughs> it's a great series. It's got an incredible cast in it. And it again, it will make you angry, Rich, and men are the worst. Like, Sure. Okay, sure. Wanna... I mean, that's pretty much yeah, everything. Everything, yeah. And we are. And true. Yeah. And justified. Justified. So go check that out. It's an ITVX which if you're listening to ITV, you fucks, your <laughs> online player is the worst piece of shit <laughs> in the world, okay? It crashes all the time. And don't say it's my internet connection, because it's not, because I watch a lot on Disney+, Plus, BBC iPlayer, Channel 4, whatever it's called now, 4 more, on demand. 4 Plus? I think, I think it might just be called, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, never crashes. Your piece of shit 
all the fucking time. And it, it, it pushed me to the end. And if it wasn't Lewis's show, I would have not finished that TV series, by the way. Also, we know you're sponsored by Domino's, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's enough now. <laughs> anyway that's done so that's all oh and let's okay so we've both watched loki season two yes we've watched all the episodes yes let's do this without any spoilers so we can't talk too much about the end that's easy enough because you don't Cause understand it right i've got a fucking clue what's going on <laughs> but basically you're right last week when you said anything's back in play now I yeah think, pretty much i yeah. think you're correct but tom hiddleston is that character Fucking hell, he was good in those last he few episodes. Good. Yeah. Also, and I don't want to beat him up, but Jonathan Majors was good. <laughs> and that's a shame because it turns out he's not a very nice dude. Everyone was really good in that show. Uh, I do feel like there's definitely, between episode one and two in particular, I felt they missed an episode somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and they made it very hard to follow. But at the end, I feel like you just about get there. Yeah, it was one of those where I spent three or four episodes being really fucking confused and then it coming back together at the end and me going, oh, I can uh, sort of... I don't, yeah. It's not that I understand what happened, what's happened, but I'm sort of happy where we are. <laughs> if you Google it, and there's, there are websites out there, that I think I read, a, was it Den of Geek did a good one? They really got some nerds into it and explained okay. what... what what, what what was that ending image and where certain characters are now and where possibly uh, it can go. Uh, okay. I enjoyed it. I think um, Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's chemistry is great. I yep. think uh, key one guy from... Uh, short round. Let's just short call round. him short round. I feel bad for just calling him short round. and He's great. I'm so glad to see him back on screens after everything, everything all at once, where it was called. Yeah, yeah. He was really good in that. Really one. good. Uh, it's a solid season. Uh I'm not quite sure where they're going to go now, if there's going to be another series of Loki season three or what What I they've got planned know. for Marvel stuff now. Because I know we've got the, the Echo TV series of the character that was in Hawkeye with Kingpin, with Vincent D'Onofrio. We've got this, eventually, Daredevil TV series that they've now pretty much scrapped and starting again with. Right, okay. Come in. And we've got the Agatha, the coven of something or other that's been... Yeah. Changed name three times or four times now. Yeah. I just not sure I'm fussed about most she of She was great in one division, <laughs> but I don't know if I need a whole TV series of it. Mm, but yeah. we'll see. Uh we'll see what happens. But Loki season two, I thought it was solid. I Loki season one, Loki season two, really great television. Agreed. Good stuff. With one division, I would say it's the best TV series. Saying that, I really like the Hawkeye TV series. And I might watch that again because that is a Christmas TV series. It is a Christmas TV series. As we're on, yeah, as we're right. on the, the, the thing. But that's all I've watched. We're now into December. Well, we will be once this comes out. And uh, Christmas stuff starts happening. So that's exciting. Christmas specials. Doctor yeah. Who's going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the new season of Doctor Who. Well, three episode specials for the 60th year anniversary uh, mm. we'll be done and then we'll get a Christmas special and if no one knows I'm quite a big Doctor Who fan and I'm excited that Tennant's back for a little bit and Russell T Davis is back the other day so much though that Russell T Davis uh, liked one of our posts the other day when I mentioned Doctor Who uh, and it was a big moment and I said he oh, can great. come yeah I said can you come to the show no reply so to be it. fair though if we did get Russell T Davis on the show you'd be a gibbering wreck I would ask so... him million questions yeah <laughs> So probably best. That we and don't I get feel him bad on. about Russell Davis because he's done some <laughs> incredible work outside Doctor Who, like It's a Sin and all that. 
Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it is great. Yeah, yeah. Br- brilliant, brilliant writer. And all I would want to talk to him about is Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Of course, of course, man. I think it's brilliant. Anyway, let's move on to release calendar. And now I can't remember what the, the the jingle is, but I think it's this release calendar. That'll do. That'll, That'll do. do. Anyway, coming up <laughs> in December. So the next, this is coming out in the end, last week of November. In the last week of November, we're getting Napoleon, the, the Ridley Scott film, big budgety thing that's coming out, and then eventually will be on Disney, uh, Disney Plus, Apple Plus. Mm. We're also getting the 100th year anniversary uh, celebration Disney film called Wish. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've heard a couple of the songs, actually. They're quite catchy. They're not quite in there as much as, you know, the Frozens or the Moanas, but they'll, they'll or get Encanto. there. Or Encanto. Uh, so okay so sequels coming out in December that we know that we know okay. is uh, Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget yes it's coming out that'll be an episode that'll be an episode hopefully I've really got to try and annoy Netflix, nice people at Netflix uh, nice people at Netflix give us a, a screen it'll be nice also uh, Your Christmas Mind too. that'll be that's on Amazon Plus that's yeah. coming out Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is out on December the 21st yep <laughs> there is a sequel to a, a me and you've completely missed it, and I think we've missed our chance. There was a, a Free Musketeers film from the French film. Oh, right. Okay. Apparently, it's great. Really good. Oh, right. Okay. Lots of big name French actors. Eva Green's in it, Vincent Cassell's in it. Uh, it it's really good. Uh, there's a sequel to that coming out called The Free Musketeers, colon, Milady. You know, the character from the. Mm, okay. It's played by Eva Green. I think it's a sequel. I'm not quite sure. Also coming out, uh, Godzilla. Minus one. Not a sequel, but it is another Godzilla film. Okay. Now, we have done another films in the past. We did The Batman because it's another yeah, Batman film. True. So we might do Could it. Do a Godzilla we, one. we might need some things to fill some holes. Uh, <laughs> also coming out, big Christmas film, Wonka. Oh, is that actually coming out, was it? 8th yeah, of December. Any of that, you know, are you... I wasn't very keen on it, and I saw the trailer and I thought... That could be okay. Is it a fa- family film? You know, it's yeah, it's a musical, it a and they haven't film. shown off any of them the music. music. Yet. Hmm, interesting. But Timothy Chalamet as as Wonka that seems Hugh Grant as the little Oompa Loompa. Uh, yeah, Tom Big Tom Davis is in there as well, the wolf. Um, mm. You know, I'm intrigued, but the the, the original Willy Wonka chocolate factory is a, a big deal in my house. So I had it on VHS, and I watched it a lot. Oh, okay. Um, it's a bit scary, to be honest. It's it. a little bit scary, yeah. And also, a bit, bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit racist. Also, at the end of the month, I'm very excited about is the, uh, the Next Goal Wins, which is the Taika Waititi docu- uh, not documentary, a film, which is based on the brilliant, if you haven't seen it, brilliant film documentary called Next Goal Wins, and it's about the worst football team uh, in oh, the world okay. at the point when they lost 31-0. Uh, a Western Samoa or something to Australia. The documentary oh, right. itself is incredible. I have it is so fucking good. Like I, I watched it knowing nothing, and it blew my socks off. It's a delightful, beautiful film of just uh, underdog story of just this island doing magical things and a bunch of incredible people doing an amazing story. Also coming out, Michael Mann's film Ferrari with uh, Adam Driver. That's not um, sure about that. Boxing Day, I believe that's coming out. I've heard m- very mixed things about it. I'll probably watch it, but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm and not also, the, the studio Ghibli, Ghibli, 
Yeah, uh, Ghibli. Ghibli. The Boy and the Heron is out on after Christmas as well on December twenty sixth. It depends up to you if you want to the the dubbed or subtitled, but the the English dubbed version has got an incredible cast. It's got William oh, Defoe, okay. Robert Pattinson. Mm. Might be one where I actually watch the dubbed version. And it which looks is unlikely. It looks weird and wonderful as only Studio Ghibli can be. Cool. <sighs> and the, oh, and Renaissance by a film by Beyonce apparently is also out. So nice. There you nice. go. Lots of things coming out. Uh, so that's the release calendar. So what else can you tell us, Rich? Well, think talking of releases, we might uh, we might release a new season at some point. <laughs> but uh, just want to say sorry if you're expecting that now. Um, we're a bit behind, um, so look out for it in the new year. It will be early 2024 for series six. But if you if you know if you're hanging around, if you're waiting for series six, you're like oh, when's it going to come along? You can always go back and listen to all the old episodes. There's loads of them. Go back and give it a try. Maybe you listened to them already. It's definitely worth a re-listen. Go back and mm. listen to them again. If you don't fancy doing that, and you're not subscribing through Another Slice, get on anotherslice.com forward slash unequal sequel, $2.99 a month. Basically, get three new podcasts for your money. You'll get extras to the interview episodes, you'll get box set mentality, and you'll get disenfranchised, plus any other bits and bobs we put up on there. It's a lovely, lovely service, and you get to become one of our super special slicers, which will uh, will mean something in the future, rather than just our undying appreciation that you have at the moment. Um, <laughs> if you want to get on social media, tell us what you thought about any of the things we've been watching, uh, any of the opinions we've got. Let us know what you're thinking. We will read out your comments at the end of the month roundup, if we remember. Um, uh, yeah, get on to any of the social medias. We're on all of them. We're on that thing that is now that used to be twitter we're on threads we're on instagram we're on tiktok we're on blue sky we're on letterboxd we are at unequal sequel on all those things um or you can send us an email unequal sequel hotmail.com give us a little review give us a little five stars when you when you're listening to the podcast it really helps other people to find us and yeah tell your friends happy days well done. We've only got one more of those this year to do. No, no, I've no, got loads to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, end of month roundups. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Always send in your thoughts about everything we do. We know it's December next month. It's a busy one. We're going to have to cram we a lot are, in yeah. quickly, I think, because we're both trying to give ourselves a little bit of a Christmas break. Mm. Hopefully, we get everything we want covered. Uh, so... Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening for the whole year so far. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've got nothing else to say apart from thank you. So it's a bye-bye from me. Bye-bye. It's a bye-bye from him. Bye! See you next week. Sequels this week. Have a great one. Thank you. Generally can't believe it's December next, next week. I know. Next week. It's crazy, isn't it? I'm going to go and watch Presents. some more Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go buy some more presents because apparently my whole family has pre- uh, birthdays between November the 29th and January the 10th. Okay. I mean, all of them. So <laughs> thanks for that, family. Thanks for that very much. Bye.